Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval, terms apply. Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the $100 MBA show, the business podcast that's always got your back with our practical business lessons. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company I started back in 2014. And today's episode is Free Ride Friday. On Free Ride Fridays, we give away a lifetime membership to the $100 MBA program. If you want to win a free ride, just leave us an Apple podcast rating and review, and you enter our weekly random draw we call Free Ride Friday. Listen in on Friday, just like today, to see if you won. We announce this week's winner a little bit later in the episode. In today's episode, you will learn how to keep depression away when running a business. I spent quite a bit of time preparing for this episode, uh, actually a few months, because I wanted to make sure that I address this topic properly. I want to say off the top, I'm not a mental health expert. I'm not a doctor. So if you are struggling with mental health and depression, please see an expert, a doctor. I'm just going to share with you what has helped me along the journey. I'm the first to say that business is not all sunshine and rainbows. There's going to be moments, low moments in your business where you just want to be swallowed up by the earth, right? You want to just disappear. It's so hard. This is a moment where it's so easy to fall into some serious mental health challenges, some serious depression. And I want to share with you some strategies that have helped me over the years in those tough times in business, because here's the reality. Your business needs you. You're the leader of the business. If you are not at your best, your business has no chance at survival, at thriving, at growing. There are people that rely on you, your team members, your customers, your family. They need you. And in these low moments, sometimes we forget this. But let's be honest, it's hard. So how do we combat this? How do we make sure we stay away from that dark place that is so easy to slip into when things are tough? Let's get into it. Let's get down to business. I'm not too proud to say that I've had some really tough time in business over the last 20 years. It's not all wonderful times and celebration and accolades, right? Yes, I've had some really good ups, but those wonderful times, those sweet times, don't really have much meaning without the sour times, right? Without the tough times, because you know how hard it is to make anything happen and to achieve anything in your business. But you got to survive those tough times. You got to make sure that you are at your best and your mental health is not suffering. And this is really a lot harder done than said, right? Much easier said than done, as they say. But despite that, I'm going to share with you some things that have really helped me. 
when I'm in those tough times. Number one, when you're in a tough spot in your business, when you're in a tough stretch where you're just trying to make things happen, maybe there's a financial crunch that's happening in your business. Maybe you're going through a stressful time. It could be a plethora of things. The first thing I would recommend is just have the mentality of taking it day by day, one day at a time. Here's the reality. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Yeah, we can plan for the future. We can plan for the next 5, 10, 20 years, but that's not guaranteed. What's guaranteed is the present. Let's just make sure that we make today the best day possible. Do our best work today. Try our best. And at the end of the day, you got to be okay with that and just say, I tried my best. I'm going to try again tomorrow day by day. Because when you're in this tough time, you have to think about how do I just survive the next day? Because one day leads to the next to the next to the next that creates momentum and allows you to push through and get past this point or past this period. So take it day by day. Number two, the start of your day is incredibly important. Okay. When you're feeling down, when you're feeling depressed, you feel like just staying in bed. You don't feel like doing anything. You don't want to face the world. You don't want to face your business and the problems that await you. You don't want to face that inbox filled with problems, right? So it's really important for you to start your day not feeling intimidated by those things, to give yourself space and room to start the day positively. And this will require you to get up a little bit earlier than you normally would. So if you get up at six, they say, for example, instead of seven, this gives you a full hour to do a bunch of things that are gonna help you start your day properly, which I'll talk about in a moment. Even if you spend six to eight, two hours, that's even better, you can have a dynamite day just in those two hours. You have won the day in just those two hours, and let me explain. So the first thing is get out of bed immediately as soon as you wake up. As soon as you wake up, don't stay in bed. Get out of bed. Put your feet on the floor is what I say. As soon as you put your feet on the floor, it kind of prompts you to just kind of get up, head to the bathroom so that you can start the day. In the first five minutes of waking up, I highly recommend you go and grab yourself a cup of water and you step outside. Go outside in the world. It doesn't matter if it's raining, it doesn't matter if it's cloudy, it doesn't matter if it's sunny, it doesn't matter if it's hot, it doesn't matter if it's cold. If you have a porch, if you have a balcony, if you have any sort of way to step outside, go for a walk outside, get outside, get outdoors. And this is a couple of things. Number one, it gives you some incredible fresh air, right? You're getting some fresh air in your lungs and you're energizing yourself and starting the day slowly with a nice cup of water, Maybe you want a warm water with honey and lemon, something like that that soothes you. But it's important to do it as soon as you get up the first five minutes or within the first five to 10 minutes of your day. Now, I picked up the strategy and this practice from Andrew Huberman, who has an incredible podcast called Huberman Lab. He's a neuroscientist that recommends that you get some rays, some sun rays or photons is what he calls it, the scientific term, between two and 10 minutes a day every day as you're getting up. Why? Because this will allow your body to get a boost in the circadian rhythm as you're waking up, seeing that light and getting light in your eyes is what he says. And it doesn't matter if it's sunny or not sunny, the the photons, that energy is still going to affect you and help you. And I like this because you start off quiet, slow, and you're working on yourself first. You're kind of just like recharging your own battery before you can use it throughout the day. So the start of your morning, incredibly important, do that. Word of warning, this is kind of a number three, which is don't touch your phone. Don't look at your phone. Uh, one good practice is to have your phone outside your bedroom, maybe in your office or in the living room, charging overnight. Don't look at your phone because your phone is a gateway to inputs. And this leads me to why number three is important about don't look at your phone, and that is that you have to be vigilant about the inputs that you take in 
when you're in a tough time in your business, when you're trying to stay away from being depressed, you can't just allow anybody and anything to go into your brain. You got to stand guard at the gates of your mind, as Jim Rohn says. When you open up social media, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it might be, you're just allowing the algorithm to put whatever it wants into your brain. No, you cannot allow that to happen. You get to control what goes in your brain, what you're exposed to, and you don't know how certain things will affect you. You might be thinking, oh, I follow funny stuff. I follow cat stuff. It'll be great. It'll be fine. No, you can't afford to take those risks. Okay, so control the inputs. Keep the phone away. Take 10 minutes. Get some photons into your eyes in the morning. Okay, so we're, we're talking about the first 15, 20 minutes now. You're having a slow morning. You're off technology. You're not allowing inputs that affect you. You can even just set your phone to be on do not disturb until your morning routine is up the first two hours of your morning, so that way you don't get any messages or notifications. Next, I like to have a little small breakfast just to get my engines going, cup of coffee, maybe a piece of toast, a piece of fruit, and then go exercise. This is the hardest thing to implement, is exercising in the morning. Is you know It's easy to kind of get up, get yourself a nice cup of water or a nice hot drink, and go outside and enjoy you know the sound of the birds chirping. This is easy, right? This is not hard. It's great. It's relaxing. It's addictive because you're going to want to start your day every day like this once you try it. It's even easy kind of just like don't look at the phone. You kind of you know keep it away from you. Having a small little pick-me-up breakfast with a coffee and a little piece of fruit, awesome. All enjoyable stuff, right? Exercise in the morning. Starting your day with exercise is really hard, something I really struggled with in the beginning, but doing so allows you to start off your day with a win. It gives your body energy. It allows you to focus on something else other than your problems in your business. It allows you to control something. I love exercise because it allows you to feel like you're in control of something. I'm in control of my body. I'm in control of my physical fitness. I can go and lift some weights and get better every day as I go to the gym. I can go and go for a run and feel better about my run or improve my stride or improve my time. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be some kind of strenuous exercise. It could be a walk. You can incorporate, you know, getting that sunlight in the morning with a long walk, a 30 minute walk, coming back home. Awesome stuff, right? Whatever exercise you like, whether it's tennis or basketball or the gym or swimming, find something that you enjoy that you're willing to do in the morning, get it done so that when you come back home, when you come back after that morning routine, after that exercise, you're about an hour and a half into your day, maybe two hours, and you just won the day. The day is a win already, okay? You've woken up, you've had a nice, quiet, calm morning, you've had a nice little light breakfast, you've exercised, you're on a roll. And you're feeling okay about the day. Now, you're going to have to now get to work. How do we stay out of that dark place when it's time to roll up our sleeves and do our thing? This episode is brought to you by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Are you looking for a new podcast that's smart, that's interesting, that has great conversations with some amazing guests? Well, I highly recommend The Jordan Harbinger Show. I'm an avid listener because, in my opinion, it's the best interview podcast out there. The host, Jordan Harbinger, a good buddy of mine, he does a lot of great research about the guests. I know this personally because he's a good friend, and I've seen him do this when he was visiting me on holiday. The result is you get an interview and a discussion with these amazing people that's original, that's new, that's interesting. He asks the questions that nobody asks, and he pulls out some of the best stories from his guests. One of my favorite episodes is with Neil Brennan a comedy mastermind with highly successful Netflix specials and one of the co-creators of Chappelle Show. 
What I love about this episode, as well as all his episodes with his guests, is that he brings out the person behind the talent. By the end of the episode, you get to feel like you know this person intimately, and you learn a ton of lessons through stories and experiences along the way. I also like his Skeptical Sundays episodes. Recently, I listened to the one on fireworks. I don't want to ruin it for you. Go ahead and listen to it. You'll absolutely love it. You can't go wrong. Every episode is brilliant. It's no wonder the Jordan Harbinger Show was named Best of Apple in 2018. Search for the Jordan Harbinger Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusion supply. Those who know me know I'm an automobile lover. Heck, my first job at 13 was washing cars at a car dealership. That's why I'm excited to tell you about the Range Rover Sport. It's the perfect combination of sporting luxury, intuitive technology, and performance. I mean, this thing is stunning inside and out. Here are some of my favorite things about the Range Rover Sport. It has this purposeful cockpit-like driving position. It really sets the tone for a focused interior that promotes an exhilarating drive that is super engaging. And it's super quiet in there because they have advanced cabin technologies such as active noise cancellation and cabin air purification, which offer new levels of comfort and refinement. One of the things that's really important to me is the actual driver's seat. The Range Rover Sport has an optional 22-way adjustable heated and ventilated electric memory front seats with massage function. But enough hearing about it. Design your Range Rover Sport at LandRoverUSA.com. I love to-do lists. To-do lists are a savior, especially when you're overwhelmed. Write down all the things you need to do for just today, okay? And then you can have a separate list for the week and move things from that list to this list, okay? Then order them by just putting some numbers next to them, one, two, three, four, in order of priority, like importance to your business. Some things you don't really need to do, you can probably put off until next month even. It's not even that important. But do the stuff that's most important first so that you get those boulders out of the way. You stop thinking about it. You don't know how much mental energy you spend by thinking about, oh, I got to do this thing. It's so important. It's really weighing me down. Get it done as soon as possible at the top of your day so that you don't have to carry that burden for the rest of the day, throughout the day, and even the next day, the next day if you don't get it done. So just get ready rid of it. Now, if you work from home and you're going through a tough time in your business and you're trying to stay out of that dark place, I highly recommend you work outside of home. Get out. Okay. This has helped me tremendously. Uh, I go to a co-working space. We have an office and a co-working space. It has incredible benefits and I'll tell you in a moment what they are. But even if you don't go to a co-working space, go to a cafe, go to the library, work outside of the four walls that you're in all day long at home. You got to get out. And this is why I recommend it. By going out, you enter the world, the real world, right? You enter 
a different space where you see other people, you get other inputs, you see there are plenty of people that have problems just like you. You get opportunities to be grateful. You get to see a homeless person and say, okay, I don't have it that bad. I can get myself out of this situation. You see people with physical disadvantages. You see people that just are uh, not as senior as you. They're not as experienced as you, younger people. And you're like, man, it's tough to be that young and not know anything. <laughs> you get different perspectives, okay? And you start to see the world differently and you see your problems differently because you have perspective. And I'm just talking about your commute, right? Just getting to the office or getting to the cafe or wherever you're going. Then once you're there, you're surrounded with other people that are working, other people that are working on other things, people with energy, people with positivity, people that are going through problems as well. So you're not alone. You don't feel like this is all happening to you. And this is just par for the course. And you just have to sustain yourself and survive it. If you work in a community or a co-working space like I do, there's going to be plenty of opportunities to just liven things up a little bit. They have events, they have pizza parties, they have meetups, they have pitch nights, they have all these things that you can attend and just get some respite, just get some break from uh, thinking about your business and seeing things differently and having a broader understanding of what you're doing and how you're doing it. This is a good routine. Then you, you know, take the commute home, whether it's by car or by transport, and you just leave work at the office, right? You just say, okay, you're home now. You can cook dinner, you know, do your thing with your family and you compartmentalize this whole stressful situation to work to the office. And doing this routine really helps you understand that it's going to be okay, okay? I can't tell you how helpful it was for me to do this during a tough time in my business because I'm not in my head. By getting different inputs, you have other thoughts in your head than just your problems. And that's incredibly helpful when you're trying to stay as positive as possible in a tough situation. My last tip is make sure you prioritize being around people that will make you feel good. We all have friends that are complainers. We have friends that are critical, nitpickers, just depressive sometimes. And you just can't be around them now. You can't afford it. You're on an, the razor's edge here, right? You need to make sure that you're around positive people, caring people, loving people, cheerful people. Some people in your circle of friends, they're just fun. They're fun people. Go and spend some time with them on the weekend or on an evening People that make you laugh, people that make you uh, be happy to be alive and to uh, be part of their life. And it's just not going to happen by accident. You have to take the initiative. Make a list on a piece of paper of who are these people in your life and contact them. And say, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Let's go and bike ride. Let's go have a lunch. You got to take the initiative so that it actually happen. You got to be mindful about who you're around. Sometimes in this process, it's a great opportunity for you to start evaluating who your real friends are. And maybe you need to start cutting people out of your life that are maybe not helpful to you growing and becoming a happy person. And that's okay because if you change and they don't change, that means you've outgrown them. And that happens. You don't have to like curse them out. You could just stop seeing them as often. You could still check up on them, make sure they're okay, like their posts on social, whatever. The point is, is that be mindful about who you surround yourself with, especially during a time like this. Guys and gals, thank you so much for listening to the $100 MBA show. If this episode is helpful, let me know. Leave us a rating and review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I put a, a bit of effort in creating this episode, in preparing, planning, and making sure that, you know, I'm as transparent as possible about what has helped me. And listen, it's supposed to be hard. This is something that I wish somebody told me early on in my business career. Business is hard. It's supposed to be hard. There's nothing wrong with you, okay? 
It's challenging. This is why most people are not entrepreneurs. So if you're going through a tough time, this is just par for the course. That wraps up today's lesson, but today's episode's not over. It's Free Ride Friday. Let's see who won this week's free ride. And the winner is... The handle says, I value the unique angel. That's the handle on Apple Podcasts. They say, another gem from the $100 MBA show. Five stars. MBA 2343, the Ashley Gordon episode, provided a comprehensive look into coaching programs and which ones that truly make a difference. Ashley's emphasis on community building and avoiding common pitfalls made it especially insightful. Hats off to the $100 MBA show for consistently delivering such valuable content. Thanks, I value the unique angel. Your mission is to email me over at omar at 100mba.net so I can make sure I hook you up with the lifetime value. Your mission is to email me over at omar at 100mba.net so we could hook you up with the $100 MBA program, our program showing you how to become a better entrepreneur, 100% guaranteed over at 100mba.net. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. Surviving tough times in your business are one of the sweetest memories you're going to have. I've been through many of them, and when I look back at them, those are the moments I'm most proud of. Not those super high moments in the accolades. I'm most proud of surviving the tough moments, making through it, and becoming better because of it. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll check you on Monday's episode. I'll see you then. Take care. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of seventh generation. Find seventh generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com.